You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Triangle Tire, Tires for Life presents Dave's Corner Garage. The following is a paid program. Opinions expressed can sometimes be accompanied by hand gestures, which your sister may find offensive, but you think are hilarious. There's one in every family. Buckle in, everyone. It's time to get this show on the road. Time for Dave's Corner Garage, your top-down, wind-in-your-hair, Saturday morning automotive thrill ride. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, but right now, love us on Zoomer Radio. Oh, good morning. Good morning, how are you? I'm good, Al, how are you? Not bad, except for my, you know, I got these marks on my back from when I got driven over by the bus last week a number of times uh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. by my friends here in the studio. Where's Al? He's busy. Okay. He's bye. not allowed. His he, wife wouldn't let him come to the show. He, he was not al- So we have we have a guest in the studio, and I have to explain. We have Nunu in from Faf Tuning, and uh, Al wasn't here last week. He wasn't allowed to be here. So, of course, we let the listeners know that. And gotcha. he, he, he heard. Gotcha. Yeah. I, yeah. I wouldn't have cared, but then all of a sudden Steve sent me the link and I went, why don't I watch, you know? <laughs> and I watched and I went, oh, again, again, again. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, I was just teeing him up and, and, and Steve was hitting him out of the park. No worries. We, I, listen, if you weren't here, I'd probably do the same thing. I would expect it. <laughs> I would expect it. And it's still smarts, huh? <laughs> <laughs> so... Both New and I were late this morning because, ironically, yes. at the X, there is the Toronto Bicycle Show. Not a bicycle to be seen, but a whole... <laughs> I saw, I saw. Did you see one? I, I saw, saw a bunch. I okay. Saw a bunch. I saw zero, and I was stuck in traffic for a really long time. <laughs> what I did see was a bunch of badly driven Ubers taking people to the bicycle show. <laughs> well, I, I, to be an Uber driver, you just need a, a license and a car, right? That's pretty much it. Okay. Yeah, no, no, No courtesy, no skills. Just a license in a car. I haven't Ubered enough to really that I could say. Oh, 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 oh! Yes, yes. As a matter of fact, I <laughs> I did Uber once in in uh, in Florida. Yep. And um, the driver didn't speak a word of English, which was okay, I guess. Except that I, this happened to be his first day or second day on the job, <laughs> and uh, it was kind of odd. And uh, he couldn't understand. You know, at the top on your on your uh, Waze or Google Maps, whatever you're using, there's an arrow. Mm-hmm. Right, and it shows you that you're going to have to turn the next time something happens. Although it does say how many feet or kilometers or miles are Which underneath lane it. You have to be. Yeah, but, but this guy just kept thought he had to turn because there was an arrow there, and we're going <laughs> no, 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 no. And and then he touched his phone and lost our destination, oh and gosh. we he, he couldn't put it back because we didn't speak the same language. It was quite interesting. That sounds like <laughs> a lot of fun. So then we had to look it up on our phone and give him our phone. Yeah, that wasn't a pleasurable experience. Oh, boy. That's not good. Especially that... especially when he wanted to stop on the off-ramp and back up. Okay? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, that's bad. Yeah, it was like a that's bad movie. That's bad. Most yes. of my Uber experiences have been good. There's yeah. only been times where my destination is too far out, and then they, they try to, like, grease me for, like, cash. Oh. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. oh, that's that's slick. That's slick. I haven't had that. I, I'm just, unfortunately... 
you know, as, as a, as a driver and, and coach and instructor and all that stuff, I'm just too critical of, of anybody <laughs> driving me. So it's never a good experience. All right. Well, new news here. She's from FAF and, uh, you've been working there a long time. Uh, since 2020. It's been, wow. a, it's been a minute. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, the music's happening. So, so we'll get back to that in just a couple minutes. Thanks for joining us today. And too bad about traffic. Yeah, thank you. You didn't ride a bike, though, eh? <laughs> I did not. <laughs> no, no, no. Brian? Not today. You have one? I've got, yeah, I've got, I got plenty. Oh, excellent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, this is Dave's Corner Garage. We've got to take a break, and afterwards, we'll be right back. Welcome back to Dave's Corner Garage. I'm Brian Max in studio with Alan Gelman and New Nguyen from... Faf Tuning, nice to have you in the studio. Thank you for having me again. Glad you could be here. So what's going on at Faf Tuning these days? I've, I've seen the cool cars. We were at uh, a Drive Fest. Festival. And, uh, of course, my, uh, my favorite was the, 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 the singer uh, with their turbo study. That, yeah. was, that was my favorite. They're I, pretty I, great. Uh, They're lovely pretty great. Cars. Lovely but cars. I, we've got to have Alan come out sometime to take, take a look at these. <laughs> I don't know if he's allowed out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> um, Those bus tracks keep just <laughs> really, 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 really. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to grab one of your helmets that you got. Those uh, sure, I got some fancy. You got a helmet but... cost more than my first car. Oh yeah, that's um, a couple of those. Yeah, 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 yeah. And 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 actually, could we drive something? Oh, I did. There are there are test drives. There's the off road track. There is. Uh, you a, can bring a, your own car. I yeah, think there are there an are... EV drive. Yeah. Uh, so what what I did, Al, is I had a I had a. Uh, very limited edition BMW the M3 CS, mm-hmm. very fast M3, right? And uh, I drove it on the track. Um, yeah, but you got a license. Uh, yeah. No, I don't think you. I... You just have to have some like track experience. Yeah. But I could have taken you for a spin. You could have ridden around with me. I mean, I drove the first two years and. Oh, just what I want to do. Is, <laughs> that's what I want to do is poop my drawers. You know, like, like Brian, how close are you going to get to the guardrail here? Okay, seriously. <laughs> well, we did. We did a little bit of that. I think I topped out at 190. Ah, uh, on the straight, and it's weird because you drive a portion of the track backwards, uh-huh. uh, so it was very strange. But yeah, I got up to 190 in that thing. What do you mean, like with your arm looking behind? <laughs> no, no, you're not. Oh, not in reverse. You, okay, you're going back. Yes, you're driving the 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 direction of the track backwards. And then there's the the rally taxi or taxi rally. You can c- catch rides in the little rally taxi. <laughs> oh yeah, there's all kinds of things to do. Drive festival is a lot of fun. And, oh, so uh, these these aren't Uber drivers who think they're race car drivers. <laughs> well, no, That's but there was the, there was an OPP driver thinking he was a race car driver. <laughs> we, we, we might know a certain uh, uh, Sergeant Kerry Schmidt. Well, they have to get tested. I mean, they do have to drive. You, you must have. Have you ever uh, trained a OPP or a police? No. In driving skills, no. no? Do they no. have their own school? I think they do. I, I mean, because if they're going to be chasing bad guys, they got to know how to handle a car. Yeah, know. yeah, they they could. They I don't think they get a lot of training <laughs> for what they do. Oh no, the, no, but I, you know what I we. I, I'm always close to the Allen, and there's a piece of the Allen, the infield, so to speak, yeah. where they test ambulance drivers. Yes. They, yeah. 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 No, it's a, vehicle dynamics is very important, That's what, which is why I'm a big advocate of, of performance driving schools and racing schools and, and just taking it to the driving track. Because, period, yeah, because yeah. when you need to know how your car is going to react in the situation, it's better to have all that experience first. Yes, 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 yes. Best to talk about it prior <laughs> instead <laughs> of finding out we after. We live in... Uh, you know, Canada, we get yes. lots of inclement weather. Car control is, is extremely important for all, for all of us. I think our insurance uh, 
rates would benefit from it for sure. <laughs> oh, that's for sure. Absolutely. That's I, I don't sure. know about you, but did you not do donuts in parking lots? And that's how you learn to. Uh, <laughs> I mean, in bad yes, weather. Yes. Yeah, that, that's how we learn. <laughs> Statu- right? Statute of limitations <laughs> is up. Yes, yes, we all did, didn't this we? This is what I do, and this is what I'd not should do. <laughs> oh, why? Why is there a, le- a legality issue there? Um, oh yeah, it, yeah. So I mean, uh, Sean Shapiro would be the first one to tell us that even though it's private property, you still can't do it there. But where are you going to get your practice? Where are you going to get your chops from? <laughs> at the at a performance driving school. Oh, please. <laughs> As a matter of fact, and it's funny because uh, um, Al's driving school, <laughs> when, oh. it, when it was in business, uh, I took both of my daughters. Um, one refused to go after the first time. Um, and she said, but Dad, I need extra extra help or extra you know, mileage, extra time behind the wheel. And I mm-hmm. said, well, you, you'll go to Al's driving school. She said, Oh, no, no, I'm not going to Al's driving school anymore. <laughs> I said, I'm sorry I yelled at you, but the light had changed, okay? And there were cars coming. So, I mean, just just, just keep alive, you know. And right. You, you no, know, and I got, I, you're supposed to be, you know, supportive. And uh, I said, I, trust me, I was I'm supporting this whole family, and I, but I needed to be alive to do that, okay? <laughs> exactly. Anyways, that's too bad. And, oh, oh, so I took my other one, and we, we were practicing parking in a parking lot, and then all of a sudden a security guy showed up. He's, excuse me, sir. Um, do you have any business here? No, nah, just just take my dog. No, no, no. Get yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> I asked to leave, so we did. Yep, yep. That, that's what happens. So speaking of taking it to the track, uh, FAF is doing some something very cool. Yes, yes, we are. Um, tomorrow is our annual Eight Hours of Passion budget track event. Uh, each of the rooftops, the the FAF dealerships compete against each other with a budget track car that we've built. How many different manufacturers or makes do you guys fix or represent? Uh, well, FAF Tuning, we we will fix all of the makes. Uh-huh. Uh, FAF as the dealer group, how many uh, manufacturers? Yeah, I'm not entirely sure. We've got we've got quite a few manufacturers. Oh, so you're covering the gamut for the most part. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we even have Harley, although they're not bringing a motorcycle out. <laughs> Are they bringing the car out? No, oh. I think they're just coming to hang out. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're going to be the be coolest, cool. <laughs> though, showing up on their motorcycles, yes, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah, that'll be fun. It'll be a lot of fun. So the track, you're going to see BMW, Ferrari? Yeah, uh, uh, no, not Ferrari. That's okay. not a budget car. <laughs> no, it's true. It's true. <laughs> it's so, it's so oh, 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 okay. But the fact, at, but but you do service them at your, yes, at your yes, shop. Yes, yes, yes. We do service them. But for the for this challenge, uh, they are budget cars. So budget being, there's you can only spend so much money, right? Correct. Ah, and uh, and no, it's not a lot of money. No, a few a few thousand, I think, at the at the beginning to buy the car, and then you get a certain amount depending on where you place the previous year. Can you trade paint? Um, you're not. No, no, <laughs> no. For those uneducated, that's, that's no that fun. means using your bumper to get somebody out of the way <laughs> because right. we gotta win, and winning's the name of the game here. <laughs> it uh, is definitely. Is there a prize money? There is a prize money, but the winner gets the least because they did so well. Oh, that's kind of backwards. <laughs> that's smart. I love that. It makes All right. It fair. Instead of backwards, we're going to go forwards. We've got to take a break right now, and um, we're going to be back right after this message. Welcome back to Dave's Corner Garage. I'm Brian Max in studio with Alan Gelman and New Nguyen from Faf Tuning, who's doing a little social media right now. But, you know, that's 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 how it goes these days, right? Well, you're the expert on that. Oh, I'm not taking selfies in the studio anymore. I used <laughs> to do that. It's still exciting it, for me. It's okay? kind of cool, isn't it? <laughs> it's very cool. Yeah, being, being on live radio, is yeah. a, it's a lot of fun. And, uh, yeah, I used to do that all the time, but I, I stopped doing that. <laughs> 
All right, we're going to talk about uh, what's coming up. The ministry, the government had, well, they changed the rules a few years ago, but they're finally being enforced only because the, the date has come, correct? Yeah, so we're talking about uh, volatile organic compounds again, and it seems that the mainstream media has still not picked up on this. If you're listening, there's a lot of automotive care products that you currently use, some household uh, cleaners and some personal care products that will either you will not see after January 1st or will be completely reformulated and be a totally different product. So uh, unfortunately, it takes a lot of work to understand this. And I put in I put in the time you have to understand two pieces of legislation. And then you got to do your research on the actual product that we're talking about. So with um, WD-40, for example, or Brake Clean, I had a couple of those things just sitting in my in my basement. Uh, also mm-hmm. Rain-X. Did all the research, read the legislation, read the uh, Environmental Protection Act from 1999 to understand whether it was uh, exempt or not. And Mm -hmm. basically, you know, those are three simple examples of products that will have to be fundamentally reformulated to be in market January 1st, or um, they're simply not going to be on the shelves starting Mm -hmm. on January 1st. Um, Other things like I use um, a quick detailer, you know. What's that? Uh, it's stuff you spray on the uh, on the car to, to clean it quickly. Okay, okay. And because I'm you know driving new cars every week, sometimes they get a little dirty, and I want to clean them up to be on camera. So I'll use that and you know clean up. A lot of that stuff is uh, going to have to be reformulated, or again, we're not going to see it as of uh, January first. Well, I guess as far as reformulation, I mean maybe it won't work as well, or they're going to have to change the recipe. I guess, but they're still going to call it. WD, they're still going to call it brake clean, right? Yeah, and we heard from WD forty already, and they're, and they're they're planning to reformulate the product, and that that's been in the works for a while because they've been aware of the legislation for the last two years, but mainstream media hasn't touched it, and mm. and uh, it's going to be a surprise to a lot of people. And and uh, joining us on the phone is uh, David Tate from Elegant Motoring. David, how are you? Hey guys, very well, very well. Good. How are you guys? Good. And Good you're morning. a guy who uses those cleaning and polishing products all the time. All the time. And so how do you think it's going to affect your business? Um, you know, we've seen changes over the years with, with different things. They, they've taken stuff away um, in the industry and, and in industries that are right beside us, right, like like paint. Mm-hmm. Um, and to be honest with you, a lot of times the changes are, you know, environmentally they're for, for the better, um, but the job still gets done. You know, at the end of the day, whether they're reformulating the products or not, we're still, the job is still getting done. Uh, the, the the funny thing is that uh, there are about 200 um, VOCs that are still um, allowed. They're exempt. And uh, it, it's funny that the things that the federal government is still going to allow, even though they're clearly a VOC uh, and, you know, can be caustic to humans, they're still exempt from this legislation. Like which? Uh, acetone. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great example, right? That is a great example. Yeah, so you you, you know, pop open a, a a container of nail polish remover, take a sniff of that. You know it's yeah. it's just bad all around for for humans and probably the environment too. But acetone, no problem, Not totally a, exempt. I wonder, I wonder yeah. why. You oh, wonder why. Oh, 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 but I could tell you from someone who ran a service business for 40 odd years, mm-hmm. you know, if somebody's car breaks down, and they have a nail or hair appointment that they've been waiting for weeks for. You don't want to mess with that, okay? <laughs> so I, it's, it's true. It's it, true. Absolutely. It's, it's true. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, I mean, but so, David, I mean, you know, I, I, like Brake Clean. I, we, when, when Brake Clean was invented, which, and I don't know how long ago it was, maybe only 10 or 15 years ago, because um, we never saw it before that. But that stuff was magic. It is, is magic. Oh, I, I love, love using I it. Love yeah, it. Yeah. I've used stuff out in California where the regulations are similar. Man, 
can. It's not, <laughs> quite, the, it's not quite the same, is it? I mean, I had a can under the front counter, and, and basically it was for either me seeing the stain or the customer saying, your guy's got grease on my carpet, <laughs> okay, uh-huh. and or on the seat. And and it was great for that. Um, now, I'm wondering, is, is, is there going to be a substitute chemical, or just, again, it won't be as good? Do you have any idea, Dave? Yeah, to be honest with you, it, it probably won't be as good, especially in the beginning, as, as until they start to refine it, right? Right. Um, whatever the new product is, but you know they will find something, and yeah, it might take a little bit more elbow grease to to get it out initially. But um, you know, just like everyone screamed when there was no uh, when they took away um, solvent-based paint. Mm-hmm. or clear coat, and everything went waterborne. You know, cars are still getting delivered. They still have beautiful paint jobs, you know, so on and so forth. Are the paint jobs as durable? No, they're not, right? Um, but is anyone complaining or even noticing that difference, uh, you know, at the end user level? Mm-hmm. But there are chem- there are products you can put on the paint now to protect them, right? 100%, and that, that hence, hence, that's my industry now. And And who knows, maybe we'll get shut down soon. Well, let's hope not. Let's hope not. For the meantime, how do they reach you if they want their car detailed or ceramically coated? Oh, just give us a call at uh, 416-897-5675 or hit us up online at elegantmotoring.ca. All right. In the meantime, you better pump up the muscles because you're going to have to need that extra elbow grease to get those <laughs> carpet stains cleaned. All righty? Have yourself a good one, bud. You as well. Cheers. Bye-bye. All right. Have a good weekend. Bye-bye. All right. After the break, we're going to be back with... Us. With all of us in the studio. Yeah, I want to find out really what, how deep New gets into her, you know, the the service industry and and like, what happens to her nails? What nails? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. I break clean them. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you don't have acetone anymore. (laughs) Well, this is good. (laughs) Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Dave's Corner Garage. I'm Brian Max in studio with Alan Gelman and Nunu in from Faf Tuning. And you, I, I follow you on social media, New, so you're always working on cool stuff. I'm like lucky. you're you're very fortunate because you, you you're, you're not working on you know little economy cars. You're working on some very interesting projects. What's uh, what's captured your interest lately? Lately, I'm actually finishing up a bunch of uh, small, quick jobs so I can get back to a pretty in-depth restoration of an 82911. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Now, normally when a vehicle like that comes in, I mean, obviously, somebody's not someone's daily driver, right? Um, And, and, and of course, you discuss what what the customer wants Mm -hmm, in terms mm -hmm. of what they're getting cleaned up or fixed or whatever. The depth of the job that they want. Right, right, right. And and I I guess to a certain point, you talk about budget, you know. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, But how long could something possibly stay at your shop? This car, I took, I pulled the engine out just before Christmas. Uh We just got the engine parts back. Body shop sent us, we sent the the body out because it had been uh, rear-ended some time ago. Uh, And they had the car up until mid-summer. So some of the projects grow definitely long in the teeth. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, I mean, and especially with scarcity of parts and, and all of these things now, sometimes they just they just do that. But, you know, we, we communicate with the client. Uh, they understand how things work. Um, everything is, everything works out. Is there billing that goes on during the time? Like, do they have to pay a monthly sort of as you have No, it? no. Um, or I'm not drop sure. a big deposit in the first place? 
you know what? I'm not entirely sure. I just I just work on the car. Sure, I'm not the financial <laughs> expert here. I just fix the car. Okay, yeah. that's the that's the business office's problem, <laughs> yeah. right? But but thinking out loud, I mean, you know, so we pulled out the motor and then we sent the body out. I mean, we're talking, you know, huge money here. Months and months, yeah. Um, do you have any any idea what the value of that vehicle would be? What it would be once done, I'm not sure. With the... aside from your invoice, <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, the air cooled 911 have uh, are are really sought after right now. Uh-huh. The prices have gone up. Uh, this one is not. It's not a turbo or a special. Um, uh, model. So it could be more that just the owner himself has some attachment. It definitely is. You it know, definitely is sentimental This was my first portion. I love it, and I don't care what it costs. Yep. Okay. Yeah, for I, this I, one. I saw one of those uh, snake oil salesman uh, car influencers on Instagram the other day with uh, with a, a, a thing about, oh, you can drive, here's how to drive a 911 for free. And his advice was just to buy a 911 and wait for it to appreciate. <laughs> <laughs> Well, they have gone through the roof, but and 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 can you still get a clutch? Yeah, I mean, I get sure. all of the part, almost all of the parts I need. I, it, no, I, no, no, no. Sorry, sorry, no, no. I I just meant, can you still get a new Porsche with uh, standard shift? Oh, yeah, yes. there's a couple yes. of them. Yeah. Oh, is there? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah okay. The, the last uh, 911 uh, I reviewed was a seven-speed manual. Really? Yeah, yeah. I, I rarely use seventh gear. I was on the highway in sixth. It made a lot more sense. I don't think Porsche will ever. I don't know. I, I hope not. They're, it's the fan base is too specific. Yeah, I, I think it, I think the you know the the car companies, especially on the enthusiasts and the things and the market, have finally aligned. Where, you know, the the rationale is we're talking about road cars. We're not talking about race cars. If we're building race cars. We'll we'll do an automated gearbox. But we're talking about road cars that are meant to be fun and a great way to engage and and feel more involved in the driving experiences. Which Porsche a, owners are. They, yeah. They're that type of driver. Yeah. Uh, so you, you get a manual gearbox. And yeah, I don't think Porsche's going away. Uh, BMW has more than said they're going away from manuals. And it's unfortunate because I drove um, an, M, uh, an M2 recently with the manual, and it was really good. Like it was it was very enjoyable. Even it's, you know, M2s are big cars now, but it was still fun to drive. Yeah, my, my favorites are always manual. Now, um, where did you get most of your training? Uh, locally, or did they send you to Germany or somewhere else? For Porsche? Yeah. I, uh, all of my classic training was in California. Uh-huh. Um, I had some training in uh, Atlanta, and there's an academy, a new academy here. Um, and so I was going, if it was new product training, it would be here. Mm-hmm. Um, when I first started out, it was in uh, Atlanta, but all of the classic training was in California. And wow, and, and, and the dealer foots the bill for that to send you all over these places? Correct. Wow. She must be good. Well, you know, the the, the, so. the Porsche business is a lucrative business. <laughs> I hope so. And the the classic curriculum that they had uh, they had just come up with at that time was um, something that they were really pushing. And not not everyone follows that path. So I think that once somebody showed some interest, the classic curriculum, you mean how to fix the older cars? Exactly. Okay. Exactly. okay. Specifically, the air cooled. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are those are different beasts, and and you know now now of course cars are much more complex with lots of computers on board yeah. and lots of different systems, lots of turbocharging, mm-hmm. sophisticated transmission. So it's got to be a joy to work on on some of this. Oh older man, stuff. it really really is. I I'm a straight straightforward person, fairly simple I would think, and you know just that type of. Um, technology or engineering makes more sense to me. I get lost in some of the new stuff. 
And uh, how about driving them in the end? Um, I don't get aggressive as as I should probably, but um, well, you, you got to return it to the customer. Exactly, exactly, exactly. It's not my car. I respect <laughs> it, but you know, you really have to put it through its paces sometimes to make sure that you're, you're delivering what you should be delivering. Actually, important schooling for me was many, many years ago when I was just an apprentice, and and uh, I, I brought the car back and I said to the foreman, "I the car's driving perfect. There's nothing wrong with it." He said. Well, how did you drive it? And I said, like I would drive. He said, no, no, no. You have to look at the work order and see if you have any idea of who this person could possibly be because people drive differently. Mm-hmm. And in, in this particular case, um, it was an older older lady who drove it. Um, and, and the guy, and the foreman knew her and said, she drives like three miles an hour, okay? And um, so you, when you take it for a road test, you probably put your foot to the floor because you drive like a teenager still, you know, <laughs> and and you're not going to experience the same thing as as they're going to feel. That's right. And and then and and I, it was quite a learning lesson, and um and and it, it made a lot of sense. And then years later, I had just the opposite where uh, this lady drops off a cabriolet, like a rabbit convertible. Oh yeah. And she complained about it stalling, and I'm and I'm driving it, and I'm driving it, and I'm driving it, and, and it it's driving perfect. So she says, "Did you find something?" I said. I I, I I would have I would like to tell you that I did and I would have fixed it and charged it and we all would have been very happy but it I never experienced it so I don't even know where else to start looking on the car she says oh and she was angry and I said well I, she said, I can't believe it didn't stall and I went well if, if you'd like why don't you come by and maybe you could we could drive it together and you can show me what it was doing because otherwise I don't want to start doing work on your car that's not going to fix it mm-hmm. and you're not going to be happy and uh, so she came, and we went for a road test. <laughs> and, and, and how she made it stall was uh, about three feet before the stop sign, she would hammer the brakes, okay? <laughs> Just hammer the brakes and practically, you know, break in the rubber. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and after the second time of doing that, the car stalled. And I looked at her, and I went, do you drive like this all the time? <laughs> and she said, what are you talking about? <laughs> 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 and I scared the daylights out of me, and I said, and I certainly, I would have never tried to do that. Sure. And and I never expected this demure lady to drive mm-hmm. like an idiot, you know. <laughs> um, but but yeah, and but but that's how we figured it out because otherwise, again, it, we never would have experienced it. So, I, and I guess too, you must go for ride with customers at times. Yeah, a lot of the times, um, especially for things like squeaks and rattles. Uh, right, 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 right. You know, and then and then go to fix it, but that's not the. It's not the right theory. one. Exactly, exactly. Yes. We spend a whole day. Yes. <laughs> yeah. uh, I can't. I can't talk about it, but I, I drove uh, a very interesting resto mod. I can't discuss it on air because <laughs> it belongs to somebody famous. Mm. Uh, but technically, I broke it while I was driving it. And, what did you do? Uh, I, I I literally drove the car a, a, a connection wired connection. Oh shoot! Apart, li- while I was just driving down the street. Well, then yes, that was bound to happen. It, yeah, eventually it was going to happen because um, it, it was it certainly wasn't my driving and I and I, you know, th- we're talking about several hundred thousand dollars and I'm I'm driving really easy and unfortunately the thing stalled, wouldn't oh, restart, no. couldn't figure it out, and uh, turned out um, we you, figured it out hours later. You broke it. I broke it. <laughs> yeah, it broke on his watch. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, unfortunately, I mean that that's part of the business uh, yeah. is that uh, you know things happen before or after, or you can't get them to happen, and, and then you don't you don't know where to go. Um, but again, and then people, especially mind, mind you, in your end, you know, you're talking about higher end vehicles, eh? And you know, not talking about budget cars. No, no. Um, and even for when when I'm rebuilding, working on some of the classic air cools, 
knowing and understanding the driver and their style is really important because I can change cam timing, for example. Mm -hmm. um, and so little things like, you know, their preference or their style of driving plays some role in, in how I choose to set up a car or an oh, engine. And to the point where you can change cam timing to, uh, yeah? Yeah, 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 yeah. I can, I can change the... And that's mechanical rather than electronic. Yes. Correct, okay. exactly. Uh, yeah, this, this is proper old school stuff. <laughs> yeah, good yeah, good yeah, German yeah, engineering, yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I remember too, though, years ago, and I and I heard a guy in a 911, and I went, there's something wrong with your car. Um, apparently, they had big issues with timing chains and tensioners and stuff. I said, yeah. that car, that sounds like my bicycle, you know? <laughs> 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 should, I don't know around, that it should be rattling like good. that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Actually, yeah. I was, I've, I've worked on one where you could see where the chain had been chewing through the case. Yes. Yeah. Oh. That's, yeah. Yes. that's not good news. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's when you go, how long have you been listening? Did you right? not hear how, this how sound? How did you not eh? hear that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but people are funny that way. I mean, yeah. I, I, I had a, a, a similar thing where I, I went with a customer. He said, I got this funny noise in the front of the car. I said, well, let's go for a drive. And I didn't drive three feet. And I stopped. And I said, I, I thought we were going for a road test. I said, did you not hear that noise? He said, well, yeah, but it gets louder, eh? <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and it wasn't one wheel bearing. It was two wheel bearings. Oh. And I said, hang on. This had to have started about six months ago. Oh and and You uh, just turn up the music. <laughs> exactly, exactly. That was his ploy. You know, I'll turn it up louder. Maybe it'll go away. <laughs> wishful thinking, eh? All right. Oh, Speaking man. of wishful thinking, we all hope that things don't go wrong with our cars or our lives, but things do. And uh, we've got a special guest after the break. We've got Vince Beretta. We're going to talk about negative equity and uh, insurance products that he has that could really help. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Dave's Corner Garage. I'm Brian Max in studio with Alan Gelman and Nunuin from Faf Tuning. And joining us on the line is Vince Beretta from Walk Away. Vince, good morning. Hey, good morning, Brian. How's it going on this fine Saturday? It's been going great. Had our, our, our boy was at the hockey tryout this morning, and uh, we were up bright and early, so all good. Six o'clock or seven o'clock? Uh, I think he was on ice at uh, at seven. Yeah, <laughs> that's early. That's early. Yeah, lots lots yeah. of driving around too. I'm sure. Yeah, indeed. All right. The, the, the tell us. You know, market conditions have changed. Um, you know, car prices now are gone through the roof. Uh, probably double what they were about five years ago. Um, and, and where are people finding the money? And are they finding the money, or just to getting themselves deeper into debt? Uh, well, debt. Debt certainly has increased. It's not so much that the car themselves have uh, doubled, but car payments have, mm -hmm. uh, with uh, of course with interest rates and uh, the competition for inventory, uh, which is starting to kind of is starting to come down. Uh, there's inventory starting to build in certain 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 uh, manufacturers. Mm Hello, -hmm. we may have lost Vince. Oh, okay. Well, after you got me. Oh, yeah, now we, now we got, got you. Back. Now we got you. Yeah. All right. You're talking about inventory and how the dealers have cars now. <laughs> now is that going to yeah, bring so the prices bad. down or send them up? It's uh, the prices are starting to come down. Incentives are starting to come back uh, mm -hmm. in certain in certain areas, um, and in certain inventories that are you know of course accumulating on dealers' lots. As soon as that starts happening, prices start to come down, and um, and affects uh, consumers. Um, 
you know, position in their car loan with, you know, the negative equity in car loans. And for a reminder for your uh, listeners, negative equity is the difference between what you owe for your car and what your car is actually worth. And uh, sometimes that can come and bite you if you were to, example, uh, have a total loss, your car is written off, the insurance settlement is uh, 30000 but you owe 40000 uh, the insurance company isn't looking after your loan. They're looking after the value of the, of the car that got written off. Uh, so that leaves consumers with, uh, you know, holding in that scenario a $10,000 uh, uh, amount of money that uh, they'd either have to pay out of their own pocket, uh, which isn't really happening anymore these days, or they have to finance that amount into their next car loan. And um, that just exacerbates an issue of having more and more uh, negative equity. Uh, and that's what we do in uh, WalkAway. We look after negative equity in auto, in auto lending and leasing. And uh, you can buy either a total loss policy and a WalkAway policy. And the total loss policy is something that would happen to a car. Mm-hmm. So you get, it gets written off, stolen, tree falls on it, uh, flood damage, all those types of things. And it gets written off that way. And we look after the difference between uh, the insurance settlement and your loan. And then the walk away is for the person. If something were to happen to an individual, you lose an income from a disability or a job loss, or you get transferred out of the country, um, become critically ill, these types of things. There's uh, seven to 11 different reasons to use walk away. Um, We allow the consumer to either return the car and walk away from the difference so they no longer have a car payment. And or we will make car payments for the consumer on their behalf until they are back to work or, um, you know, they're back on their feet again, that sort of thing. So that's how we uh, how we aid uh, consumers uh, when they're financing and or leasing cars. All right. So just to be clear, I mean, if someone's in a negative negative equity situation where, you know, yeah. their, their car is worth 40, but they owe 50, um, yeah. if the, if they lose the car, your insurance will cover the 50 or the 40? We cover we cover the difference between the 40 and the 50. Okay. So the car the dealer the dealer buys the car back at what the actual cash value of the car at 40 and we come up with a check for 10,000. Mm-hmm. And we make the entire loan go away and your credit rating stays intact. Wow. That's pretty slick and the the cost is pretty reasonable, isn't it, Vince? Uh in fact, 12 months of walk away is no charge paid for by the dealer. Um, so if you go to an authorized walk away dealer, uh, you are entitled to 12 months of uh, no charge walk away. Uh, it's our basic policy. It uh, covers, uh, covers six different events, life events, including job loss, uh, disability, and that sort of thing. You can find more information out at insuranceinsight.ca or insuranceinsight.ca and I think walkaway.ca will still take you there um, and then uh, then the then everyone has the option to extend or extend and enhance the coverages and the enhancements would include making payments for consumers uh, so they don't have to return their car, and we uh, will make payments for them. And uh, hopefully, they get back on uh, back up on their feet, and uh, they can continue continue on their way with the car that they bought and their credit rating intact, which is very important these days. Keeping uh, keeping a clean credit rating, mm-hmm. and um, so that's what we've been doing. We've been doing it for 25 years. It's our 25th anniversary this year. Congratulations! Uh, yeah, thank you so much. Uh, we have. Uh, 
I think the amount of debt we've settled for Canadians is approaching $150 million. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's, uh, that's, a, that's a great milestone for us. And so there, there you go. That's, that's the story. All right, Vince, thank you for joining us. Insuranceinsight.ca. No, no, in, in, yeah, in, no, no it's, it's uh, yeah, insuranceinsight.ca. That's right. Okay. Or yep. walkaway finance. There you go. Walk, walkaway.ca. Talk Walk- to you later. Thanks, Alan. All yeah, right. Walkaway.ca. Yeah. All right. Take care. Talk Walk- Bye. Who did that song? Walk This Way? Aerosmith. 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 <laughs> That's right. Walk Away. <laughs> Great product. Yeah, that's really interesting. Well, you never know. You break a leg, you lose your job. That's right. Don't make up the difference. All right, we got to run. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Dave's Corner Garage. I'm Brian Max in studio with Alan Gelman and Nunu Win from Faf Tuning. And uh, it's falls here, isn't it? It is, and that means it's time to change those tires or certainly make an appointment or think about it. Think about it, at least. Well, it's probably time to make an appointment because by the time you think about it, your your favorite tire specialist is going to be out of appointments. This is true. Well, unless you're going to go to FAF for a total rebuild, and then you don't need it all winter because <laughs> it's going to be there all winter anyway, <laughs> you know. For next fall. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be charging your rent, and then you have to get a detail for the cobwebs afterwards, you know. Well, I don't know. I, I, bet, you, I bet you when News uh, 9-11 project is done, it's going to be spotless. It's going to so be excited. immaculate. Yeah, well, sure. sure, afterwards, it's going to the detail shop, you know. I mean, Absolutely. But, but oh, yeah. her fingerprints will be somewhere there. <laughs> <laughs> Where you least expected. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. <laughs> well, I had to move the seat. What do you want? You know, I didn't realize my hands were greasy. Uh, Heard every excuse under the sun. I'm sure. Now, uh, at, at your shop, you do different manufacturers' vehicles, right? Mm-hmm. Now, uh, now, now, do you actually work on other things other than Porsche, or that's your lane and you're busy with Porsche all day? Uh, I am busy with Porsche all day, but there are sometimes lows. Uh-huh. Um, we... We see a lot of um, cars come in on on um, consignment mm-hmm. and you know for sale. So you know sometimes I'll do a safety here and there. Right, right. Um, but now, what know. about regular maintenance? Do you get into that at all, or not really at that? Yes shop? and no. Yeah, uh, we have some clients that will bring their cars in for regular maintenance. Um, for the mo- for the most part, it's tuning. It's more classic restoration, mm-hmm. um, but we do see a lot of cars that just come in for regular stuff. Yeah, well, see, and I and I just did normal cars. I mean, I didn't do high-end stuff, but I, I saw a video. You know, there's so many, so many things on your screen going on. Here, Here's another one. And and it was a guy complaining that it cost too much money to get the oil change on his Lamborghini or something. Ugh. And and, and got to pay to play. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I watched, and I went, no, seriously, they couldn't have made it like that. You know, the manufacturer. And he mm-hmm. went, yeah, they did. They did. Uh, sorry, you got to take off the front clip, <laughs> you know, to get the oil changed, you know, to get the filter off. And I went, oh, yeah. no way. They couldn't have made something like that. But and, they they did. And, uh, you know, it's like... It's, it's like a thousand bucks or $1,500 yeah, they yeah. want for an oil change. But, you know, it's like Ferrari having timing belts for decades and yeah. decades. Like, yeah. why would they do that? But they did. And it was it's good business for, you know, the dealers and, and aftermarket shops because they got to change the timing yeah. belts every couple yeah. of years. But yeah. it's 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 a big job, you know. Like you don't, I mean, I don't I don't pity the Lamborghini or the Ferrari driver that has to pay to maintain their car. It's kind of hard <laughs> to. I'm sorry. You know, I'm sorry. Yeah, but, but but the truth is, you know, like a lot of people who have money still are don't want to spend it. Necessarily. I get it. I get it. I get it. But maintaining your vehicle is part of vehicle ownership. 
end of story. <laughs> you know, uh, like, that's it. And and you can't you can't skimp on that stuff, especially you know you're driving a Lamborghini that's five, six, seven, eight hundred horsepower. Yeah, you have to look after it. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Otherwise, you're going to leave you high and dry, and then or you're going to break it and do really big damage. And then, yeah, yeah exactly. that's a bigger bigger bill if you pop the motor. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you mean you have to change the oil? <laughs> <laughs> Who knew? I thought it came with oil. <laughs> yeah, but again, you know, you you think for the most part that mind you, anybody with money can buy whatever they want. I mean, doesn't necessarily know that, that doesn't mean that they've done any research or know anything about the vehicle. At I feel all. like vehicle ownership is like that. For the most part, people yeah, don't the, realize that. Part. Yeah, but I think your clientele—they're—they're they're enthusiasts. They—they're very yes. interested in looking after yeah. their cars. Yeah, yeah. Mo- the majority of them are. <laughs> Some of them just want to put cool loud bits on. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, I don't understand that. that that's the latest craze. They eh? is putting these free flow exhausts on big old luxury. Sedans. Is it latest? Is it the latest? Well, I don't it's know. But <laughs> no, but they—they they never put them on big sedans. You know, it'd be on a sporty car to make. Yeah, it that's sound true. Sportier. I'll see. I'll see. You know, big trucks with exhaust and big wheels, and it's just like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I do like seeing those big luxury sedans from a couple <laughs> decades ago, where you know they they did come with big motors, V8s, and whatever. Mm-hmm. And now, of course, they've depreciated to the point where you know all kinds of people can afford them, and they and and some of these owners will throw on you know loud exhausts on what was uh, you know a very elegant luxury sedan yeah that's but the fun part right you know bastardizing <laughs> bastardizing it sometimes some days someday <laughs> i've been down a rabbit hole of resto mods lately and and there's some really really cool stuff going on yeah, in, yeah. in that space but um i'm just looking for for a mobile cigar lounge i need a i need a convertible resto mod of some sort <laughs> that's what i need Okay. Okay. Actually, a buddy of mine's got. Uh, he was so excited, and I to me it looked like a piece of crap. But but it it, it was one of these rust ones where they put a clear coat. Cause Patina. He, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. And it was an old like Dodge pickup truck that somebody put a big diesel into with a turbo. And I said, oh my god, it was so nasty to drive though. <laughs> oh really? Oh, no. oh terrible. Oh, that see that's no was, good. They're yeah. supposed to. The whole idea of a restomod is to improve the driving yeah. experience yes, as well. Yes. Modernize it so that it's you know more usable. But they sold it based on the fact that it was on this resto show on television. Oh. Therein and, lies the and, problem. And, yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and exactly. And then it, and then it came to me to get fixed, and I went. Who did this? Okay. Oh, no. Right. Because it was rank amateurs, and it just had to look good for right. 30 for, minutes. For television. <laughs> yeah, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but, you, I mean, you don't, get, you don't get anything like that in your shop. Yes, we have seen lots of cars that were or have been, you know, resto-modded or, or built somewhere, and you, see, you do see some of that kind of work sometimes, and it's so, disappointing. So how often do you have to say... What what monkey was working on this car? <laughs> more often than we should, <laughs> but not all the time. But more often, you probably we bring your colleagues over. Hey, hey, look yes, at, look at yes, this. Yes, we do. <laughs> Parking brake is routed where? You know, just yeah, <laughs> we do see it. Yeah, 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 and they can't understand. You know, what's the That's what's that sound? You yeah, to go over the drive shaft. Oh. <laughs> Why is there a loop there? Um, but the thing is, you know, people have put a lot of money in. To those builds, they don't realize sometimes, you know, the work could have been Quality, better. But yeah. then at the same time, like there's a line, like you can't put one, like you have to, but you sometimes can't because everything just costs more money than you anticipated. And 
it's 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 a very difficult balancing act. Now, question: You've been around for a number of years already. Are you seeing any younger people getting into the field? Lots of younger people, actually. I, I see them a lot through my social media. People, uh, boys and girls, just you know, like we really love to see what you're doing. This is what we, what we want to get into. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I'm glamorizing it, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but I love what I do, and and I feel like there's lots of people my age and younger that are just as excited. That's great, and they yeah. can make a career out of it and, and, and do well by it. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Well, and as we know, we had uh, uh, Todd Berg on from MVRO on a couple of weeks ago, and uh, they're saying that, that just this year there's a shortage of 3,000 technicians. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, I know FAF actually is, you know, the industry is flat rate. Uh, FAF is has started up. I don't know if I'm supposed to talk about this. Maybe, maybe <laughs> not. I don't know. <laughs> but I'm, they're, they're trying or you know, planning on trying <laughs> something that's really exciting that, um, you know, will help to um, recruit, I think, and keep technicians in the industry. Definitely. So, so in other words, <laughs> I mean, no, no, no. I, mean, I don't think there's anything to shy away from. I mean, you, you could go to an hourly kind of wage rather than a, a piecework kind of thing. Well, it, it flat rate is not universal. It's something we experience here mm-hmm. and some of the other provinces, but not all provinces. Right. So, um, it is a thing. Right. We're just kind of ex- still doing it here. Hey, they, they have a whole book, and it's called the Flat Rate Book, you know, yeah. where there's a, t- a time in there for every job out there. It's true. It's true. But, I mean, that's for the car as it rolls off a lot. You don't take into account my work that's been sitting around for 34 years. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Or forgetting the fact that the car is 30 years old. Exactly. Or somebody else has put their hands on it, and now you got to undo what they did and then fix on top. <laughs> right. What do we do with all these banana skins here? Oh, sh- all right, we got to run. Thank you very much for coming down. Thank you for having me. Thanks for joining us, New. All right, bye, everybody. Drive safe. And if you got a hot car, New wants to take care of it for you. <laughs> I do, I do. All right, bye-bye. This has been an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740.